Entrepreneur Podcast with your hosts, Miranda and Rosie, a podcast for both new and established estheticians to learn and grow your business. So let's get this shit started. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Rosie, and you're listening to Estepreneur Podcast. Whew. This episode is going to be a little bit, a little bit emotional. It might make you question some things the way you're doing your business. So yesterday I recorded this podcast episode and today when I sat down to edit it, I realized that I had a lot of anger towards some of the things that are going in our industry. And I realized that at the moment I was speaking with a lot of anger towards certain brands because I'm really hurt and I'm really disappointed. There were so many emotions that were very overwhelming. So I decided to redo this podcast and come from a perspective of being more understanding and also trying to explain it to the listeners in a best way that I possibly can. If you have been an esthetician, one thing I'm going to tell you is that a lot of the things that are in our industry are not right. And sometimes we don't speak up against it. I don't know whether it's fear, what it is. We don't talk about a lot of the stuff, a lot of the unethical ways some companies, some brands do their business because we have partnerships with them and we don't want to like make things full of drama. Maybe I guess that's one of the reasons a lot of us have stayed quiet. We do know things, we do see things, but then we're like... Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Maybe it is what it is. Maybe it's this is how it is everywhere. But honestly speaking, it doesn't have to be like that. I want to talk about esthetician revolution and what it actually means to me and what it actually is and how it can actually impact our industry and our community. For me personally, esthetician revolution is not about calling out a brand and telling them, hey, you shouldn't be selling direct to consumer. Or why are you having policies of requiring a medical director. Do I agree with that? Honestly not. I don't agree that a brand should require a medical director in order for us to sell a skincare product that is not a prescription strength. It's nothing that is going to cause any issue to the skin. It's like it's cosmetic. I don't agree with it, but if a brand initially starts their business model and they want to do something like that, I'm completely fine. There are brands like that. If you don't agree with them, you don't have to support them. I always kept in mind the formula, how effective it is, how it can help my clients. I never paid attention, honestly the ethics of a brand, how they conduct business, who is it for, all of those things. My goal has always been like, how can I find the most effective product for my clients? This year, things have changed and I have changed. My thinking has changed. The way I'm I'm rebranding myself and my business, it all has changed. And I wanted to be part of the esthetician revolution because it is bigger than me. Honestly, it's just a movement started by estheticians because of how frustrated we are, how tired we are, how sick we are from all the unethical practices conducted by skincare companies. Things that state boards are doing are also not okay. Medical board is coming after us, taking away lymphatic massage from Ohio or maybe taking away dermaplaning from some states. It basically undermines our license. It shows that our license is not good enough, that we're not good enough to do these treatments. And there's a lot of discrimination towards us. Nobody talks about it. And I was also not thinking about talking about these things until I saw a couple other institutions speaking up like Ashley, Josh, and so many other. And it kind of made me realize that, you know what, maybe I have to use my platform the 
right way. Maybe I have to speak about the things that need my attention. I think esthetician revolution is actually going to impact our industry in a very positive way for estheticians. It is going to give us that power back and give us that space in this industry that a lot of brands are taking away from us. You might be like, what do you mean by some brands taking away the space from us or undermining our license. For example, a brand, when it starts to sell to the consumer, they utilize estheticians. Most of these brands are like, we are professional, we're medical grade, we're the best, so we're going to offer our products only through estheticians. When they offer products through estheticians, we are their influencers in a way. We're the influencers that don't actually get paid, by the way. Just so you know, we do not get paid to market their products but we constantly talk to our clients we educate them we tell them how they should be using the products we customize treatment plans for our clients we add mix and match ingredients we hype up these brands then when the brand becomes very popular in the future they see that okay now the client the regular consumer already knows about our hyaluronic acid serum or already knows about our peel pads or whatever how about we sell it directly to the client? And instead of giving the estheticians a cut, how about we just take all the money to ourselves? And that's where everything is batshit crazy, in my opinion, when they start going direct to consumer. What is even worse when these brands expect you to have a medical director while they sell direct to consumer? Now you'd be saying that, well, you don't have to support these brands. You can just cut ties. But what happens when you don't call out brands? You might not realize this, but honestly, in a bigger picture, a lot of brands are going to follow these footsteps. They're going to do similar things. When you call out brands, when you take a stand for something that is not right, that is unjust, then you bring justice to the table. Then you make things right. Then you let brands know that, hey, whatever the bullshit you guys are doing, we are aware of it. We know what you're doing and we are not going to support the shit. That's when brands realize that, God, we have to make things right. And if there are some brands that don't want to make things right, that's completely fine. They can completely go direct to consumer. What I believe is that estheticians, brands, and even clients don't know sometimes why these skincare products become so magical and why they're so effective. Most of these products that are being effective the way they work is usually because of the middleman, the esthetician, who educates and gives that client the knowledge on how to use the products in the right way, how to incorporate them in their skincare routine. And that's what makes a brand the most effective. All these brands that are for estheticians and estheticians have actually utilized it and professional brands that we have pushed. If you see they have shit ton of before and after before and after from their clients, that yes, our products are effective, our products work. And you know why it actually works? Because you are the middleman. You are the one teaching and educating your clients. You're giving them the knowledge on how to use that product the right way. Brands don't realize that once that product gets into a regular consumer's hand, they don't know what to do with it. They don't have that knowledge. Yes, if I today suggest you to use active peel or pads or whatever, maybe down the road in a month or two months, your skin changed. You maybe not be tolerating that peel pad again. And you go ahead and buy it from Amazon for 30% off, guess what happens? You're going to destroy your skin because at that time, your skin did not need the active peel pads. It is the knowledge of the esthetician that sets a brand apart. We are the middleman. And if brands don't realize that, some brands, 
not all of them but if some brands don't realize that they're losing money and it's completely fine by me honestly i'm going to cut ties and i'm going to give my money to somebody who i know is supporting me my business and it is for my client and it is going to support my practice as well and it's not only all about money for example sarcadia one of the brands that i can't wait to actually bring them on because i have seen them being very pro esthetician their products are effective as well. I have used them. We use it in the school. Currently, I'm in advanced aesthetic school and we use it for back bar. They don't require a medical director. They don't want an esthetician to go out of their way and have a medical director to sign off on buying these products. And sometimes brands also don't realize that these medical directors that we hire or we utilize, they're not dermatologists. Some of them don't even have the right knowledge of skin. Some of them don't even have proper skincare routine because that's just not their field. Just because somebody's an NP or a MD or DO doesn't mean they have the right knowledge of skin. Human body is such a vast and huge topic. Like you cannot expect a physician to know everything. So just because somebody is a doctor does not mean that they're knowledgeable about skin or they know how these chemicals do react. It is the esthetician who has the knowledge, who has the education. Not saying that they can't learn. They absolutely can. It's just not in their scope of practice. It's just not something that they need to do. They have bigger fish to catch. And our job is something completely different. But when brands call their products medical grade and we blindly follow them, this is what happens. Where they're like, now, because our product is medical grade, because it is very superior, you need a medical director. I personally, I'm not in favor of that, but would I be okay working with a brand like that? Yeah, it might not affect me that much because I have a husband who's a physician and I can utilize his license without even worrying about paying somebody. But what about my fellow estheticians? If I stay quiet about this bullshit, what about that? What if in the future there is another brand that is going to break the industry and basically come up with an amazing technology, an amazing product, and they're like, I need I need to have a medical director in order, in order for you to carry my skincare line. Is It's not fair. But if we are raising our voice, if we are utilizing our platforms, we talk about it, these brands do hear us. They do see that we are raising our voices. They do see that we are actually not in favor of this whole thing. So they will keep that in mind going forward how to conduct business. And God forbid if they don't decide to be in estheticians favor, it's completely fine. That's just how their business model is. Another thing that also esthetician revolution is going to highlight and is going to work towards, it is trying to do something about the state boards that are taking away a lot of modality from our scope of practice. If an esthetician specializes in lymphatic drainage, okay, that's just their whole practice. Like, because our job is skin. Our job is the aesthetics and taking care of the beauty of the skin. If state boards decide to take that away and we require a medical director to oversee us in order to just do a lymphatic massage drainage, like, come on, you know what it means for us. It's basically gonna end our industry. It's going to destroy our industry. There's nothing gonna be left for us. As an esthetician, you would not be able to perform the treatments that you are performing because they will come after it one by one. And we're a very small part of this industry if you think about it. There aren't that many estheticians even though we think that it is very saturated it's really not to the point like the dermatologists are dermatologists there you, you'll find them everywhere skincare specialists estheticians not that many so aesthetic state board versus medical state board can sometimes 
the competition is very like it's just a different dynamic so if we don't unite if we are not together as a collective group and we don't utilize our platforms and talk about these things and bring awareness trust me nobody is going to care about your scope of practice nobody gives a shit about it if we as statisticians don't stand up for each other if we ourselves among our community are not united what makes you think that somebody else is going to come up and support us and speak up for us and it's going to stand up for us if we ourselves are not going to do the same thing? So this is what a statistician revolution is all about. It is not about just like, oh, why are you selling direct to consumer? Yes, it's one of the problems. It definitely is, but it's not the only problem. There is a bigger picture that we all have to focus on and that is protecting our scope of practice. I'm honestly tired of proving myself to the world. As an aesthetician, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of story of why I actually feel this frustrated. In Pakistan, in Afghanistan, a lot of people are looked down upon because of what industry they work in. So estheticians or skincare specialists or anybody who does like aesthetic work, beauty, they're looked down upon. They're very looked down upon. It's like a low class job that you're doing. It is truth. It is the truth. Maybe it's changing now, but at the time, like in 2010, when I was becoming an esthetician, that's how it was. After I became an esthetician, I was dating somebody. I was dating somebody and this person would constantly tell me that I need to be in a, in a field, in a medicine. Uh, th that's a problem like a lot of Asian families do have. Um, you're only worthy, you're only respectable if you have, if you're either a doctor or an engineer. So I would constantly feel that pressure that, oh, you're not good enough because you're not a doctor or anything. You're not going for medicine. So I decided that I would go for medicine because even though I loved aesthetics, I decided that maybe I'll get my license in dermatology. That way I'll have that name, I'll have that prestige, and I'll be able to still help people with their skin. That's just the whole reason I was in medicine, like in went to school for surgical tech or all those other things so I could get into medical school and I realized after I broke up with my ex he became my fiance but then we broke up I realized that god damn I was trying to prove it to them that I'm worthy enough and that's why I was trying to quit my aesthetic job and I went to the hospital job and just made this huge change because I was not accepted my education, my knowledge was not accepted. I was constantly getting shamed that, oh, you are in this field and you're just like touching people's skin and this and that. It's like a service-based job. You don't have any prestige. You don't have any respect. So when the time came that I wanted to take my MCAT, I realized that I'm doing medicine for the wrong reason. I'm doing it just for the name and prestige. I don't care about being a doctor. All I care about is healing skin and beautifying people. And as a dermatologist, I wouldn't even be doing that. I'm probably going to be working on skin diseases, which I don't give a shit about. I don't care. I care about the aesthetics of the skin. And why do I care? Because I know how we look at ourselves, how our skin looks. It affects our confidence and that affects our relationships, that affects our self-esteem. But even now, I have to constantly prove myself. I have to constantly prove myself that I am I'm good enough, I am knowledgeable. Even though my education is maybe six months long, it doesn't stop there. I'm still continuing to get my education. I'm still knowledgeable. Like there's so many things that I have to constantly fight for. And that's what bothers me. And when I see brands that require a medical director in order for me to educate the clients, for me to educate their consumers to utilize their products, 
They want me to have somebody else's license. They don't even respect my license. They don't even acknowledge my license. And that breaks my heart. And that what upsets me. That is what I'm very frustrated about. And yesterday when I was making this podcast episode, I was just furious. I was cursing left and right. And I realized that I have so much anger towards these brands. And I'm just going to forgive them. I'm just going to let it go for myself. I'm instead going to focus working on brands and especially developing my own brand. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to utilize my energy somewhere else. But I'm still going to use my platform to talk about this issue and bring awareness and motivate my other fellow estheticians to talk about these things and take an action. If you can't actively take an action because you have a partnership with a brand and you have invested a lot of money, you can passively do a lot of things. You can support the aesthetic revolution by esthetician revolution by sharing, by joining the town hall, by just hearing us out. And if you, by the way, don't know about the town hall golden experience guide by ageless ashley they are holding a town hall it's basically going to be a meeting where we invite all the skincare brands the reps everybody is welcome to join and they talk about this matter and things that are going on in our industry and we raise our voice and we ask them if they can make some changes and if they don't make some changes that is also totally understandable for example if i ask skin is clinical whatever that don't sell on amazon they're like no fuck you we're still gonna sell on amazon i'm like okay fine uh, you're just not the brand that I would like to associate myself with. At the end of the day, the town hall is to bring that awareness. The town hall is to bring it, all of them collectively together to hear us out, give us a chance. We want to speak up about this matter. And I want to also hear the brand side out. Like what is going on with the brand? Why are they actually utilizing or using these tactics? Who's actually suggesting them? Because sometimes there could be like, bad marketing people telling them to market your product this way or that way and that could actually be the reason and maybe if they hear us out and how it's affecting us maybe they will change things you never know things can change at any time and that's what I wanted to talk about today and I'm so glad that I'm redoing this podcast and I'm off my anger and I'm in a good state of mind and that's when I can clearly talk and share what is actually going on honestly there's a lot that I want to sometimes share but English being my one of the languages that I don't know really good, sometimes I have a hard time communicating and expressing my emotions. Like I would be able to express those emotions in my own language way better. But when I'm doing it in English, sometimes I feel I'm not sending the message the right way. So I hope that I still did somewhat of a decent job in explaining what esthetician revolution is. I hope that you guys will participate, maybe join the town hall. I'll share the town hall information in the description of the podcast and also on my social media. And you can also go check out Golden Experience Guide, Ageless Ashley. She has a lot of information about the esthetician revolution. She is the one who is very active in this like movement, especially Josh and also Morgan. There's so many other estheticians who are participating and we're a small collective group of like maybe 50, 60 estheticians and we're pushing for this. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it's very hard and it 
frustrates me, but I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stay quiet because I finally found my voice and I'm going to use it for the right reason. And this is not only for estheticians, it's also for the consumers, for our clients. So if you are a client and you're listening to this, please sign the petition. I'll be sharing the link to the petition where we're demanding these brands to make some changes where we're we're trying to make bigger changes in our industry because we're a part of it. Just by the name of it, guys, as an esthetician, we are the for the aesthetics of your skin. Like that's what we are for. It's in our name. When state boards take away some of the things that are for the aesthetics of your skin and they give it to the medical board, I'm like, you guys are so dumb and you're so selfish and you're so greedy. That's all why you're doing this. Because if you do really understand everything, you would know that whatever we are doing is for the aesthetics of the skin. Dermaplaning is not for the medical reasons. It is for the aesthetics of the skin. So estheticians should be allowed to do it. Well, enough with the rant, by the way. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Please go ahead and check out the caption of this podcast and the social media. Register for the town hall. Sign the petition. Show us your support. And also, if you don't agree with all this and you have something to share, we're we're here to listen. Go ahead and talk about it. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, please go ahead and leave it on our social media page or DM us. Other than that, keep glowing, keep growing. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.